Stories are a dose of nostalgia. My name is Osa Demibi, and every week I will tell you a short story written by a Nigerian writer or author. That's the long and short of it. So without much ado, this week's story is by Namding Wabara, and it's titled Journey to Savor. I have just arrived at this bus terminal in an eastern town. I'm on my way to Lagos State. Ah, Lagos. They say it never sleeps. With all the lovely shops, colourful taxis and the incessant cacophony of everything at full throttle. I'm clad in some recent purchase. A new sweatshirt and lovely jeans. I'm feeling expensive. I'm travelling with a small bag and a medium-sized Ghana Mosco. The attendants at the booth ask for a tip to load the Ghana Mosco. I oblige. There, thank you, is very subdued. They must have bargained for a lot more. I get into the bus. I had bought my tickets the day before. Seat number five. A window seat. I always go for window seats. That way, I can view the scenery outside as we drive past. Most importantly, I control the opening and closing of the window. That checks any unforeseen cold or kata. Nice idea, don't you think? <laughs> the bus is on its way. There is a man standing in the gangway. He is holding a megaphone. In a luxury bus? Is this happening? Praise the Lord! Hallelujah! Oh no. Not so loud. All the children of the living God inside this bus. I say praise the Lord. Hallelujah is the deafening response. I turn to my window and look outside. Problem is... Nobody cares about the next man when it comes to issues of religion. How can you use a megaphone inside an air-conditioned bus? Isn't that a definite sign of lunacy? Mr. Preacher has noticed my reluctance at joining the chorus of his verses. He starts casting out minions of darkness in this bus. He calls them agents of Lucifer, witches and wizards. Mermaids and tortoises. He comes next to my seat and starts a chorus, which he insists every child of God must join in. Me. Giving to cheap blackmail. <laughs> I bury my face in my newspaper. <laughs> Agent of Lucifer confirmed. The rest of his preaching, with megaphone and all, it's hurled at my seat. I have to check my auditory nerves on my return. Preaching is over. He says he is about to drop off the bus. 
He passes envelopes to all the passengers. Me. Agent me included. Guess money from a child of God and any other is acceptable. It's all money, right? I refuse to collect his envelope. He mumbles under his breath about stingy ritualists. <laughs> Next up is an itinerant drug seller. A mobile pharmacy. He says he has a drug for those who cannot engage in a 10-round sexual bout. He has a special drug for Staphylococcus, Gonococcus, and all the other cocuses, even the inner cocos. Registration number. It's on the way, he claimed. At our stop in Delta State, we all come down. I don't usually eat on my travels, so I'm drinking my water and digging into my paper when my seatmate asks me to hold her novel, she wanted to relieve herself. A man sitting behind noticed this and comes to warn me. He says most women once season bosses are agents. Guess there are just too many agents in this country. He shares his cousin's experience. The cousin was a student. He had lost his mom. He went to see his elder brother in Lagos. The brother gave him 200,000 naira to go back to the village and start making arrangements that he'll be on his way the next week. The guy boards a night bus. His seat is at the extreme. His seatmate was a young lady. Along the way, still in Lagos, they start fondling themselves. Somehow, she drugged him, or so he said. The guy awoke in Onicha. He frantically looked for his seatmate. She apparently got off the bus at the toll gate in Lagos. He even had a new seatmate. All he had left was the 1,000 naira he had kept separate. So let's say he fondled this babe for 200,000 naira, but got a discount of 1,000 naira. <laughs> Wonders. I'm putting on a straight face by the time my seatmate returns. Even when she wants to buy sausage roll through the window at her next stop in Ore, I collect the money without looking at her. Sorry, sis, but they've caught us believing there's terror everywhere. You could be duped, drugged, or even have body parts disappear. Ah, we are now in the city of Lagos. Fear of the known and unknown makes everybody board taxis rather than buses. You could be robbed and thrown out of buses. One chance. When will one be able to close his eyes in this city? According to Ben Okri, that is a riddle for the gods. Nam Dingwabara is a project manager based in Nigeria. He writes poems and short fiction. He has published a collection of poems titled Broken Echoes, as well as a collection of short stories titled Her Husband, Her Wife. He has contributed to an online journal, Africa Mbiu. You can read more of his work on his blog, Newer Thoughts. Thoughts spelled T-H-O-T-S. Newerthoughts.blogspot.com And you can connect with him on Twitter at Namdi underscore EW. 
If you've got a story you would like to be featured on this podcast, or a published book you want to make into an audiobook, send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram at Osadumebi. I look forward to collaborating with you. And if you've enjoyed this week's episode, tell a friend that stories are a good escape for a few minutes each week.